This is how we roll. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. Five people watching. It's real? Probably, Whoa. Yeah, that's oh, that's no. my mom, Nikki's mom. For sure. I didn't tell I didn't tell anybody, so it's all in here. Me either. Yeah. And the three of us. I didn't know. Our first live stream. Welcome to Kettlebells and Cocktails, Zoe. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I should have grabbed a cocktail. I like we'll get already... one. We got time. We got time. No, I'm already like set up and comfy. It is what it is at this point. Yeah. I have one. You're welcome. Just drink for the both of us. Yeah, I am. I'm drinking. I'm drinking for two. All right. I told you I was going to uh, try to, I need to introduce you guys and I'm going to try to pronounce your last name. So Nikki, meet Zoe. Hello. Zoe, Nikki. meet Nikki. Uh, so uh, Zoe is one of my internet friends. <laughs> we were talking about doing more internet friend episodes. So this is perfect. I, I yeah. know. Well, all right. So I have so much fun with Zoe though, because we have so much in common. We love all the same nerdy shit. And uh, she has this uh, crazy crush on Henry Cavill. We're going to get into at some point. Who I'm sure, doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I'm not. Look, same, I'm not saying same. that. I'm not saying she has a restraining order. I'm just saying it's yes. possible. It's yeah, really yeah. possible. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I'm there it's with in you. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So Zoe's got uh, one of these European names, like my other co-host Ben and. Jowalski. And so Ben's last name is a D and a Z and it's pronounced as a J. I don't know what that's about. So I, I'm going to guess. All right. Let me give you the spelling, Nikki, because you're the pro. Right. Nikki is the. Okay. I'm listening. The pro. S Z C Z E P A N E K. One more time. One more time. One more time. (laughs) S Z C Z E P A N E K. Sapanic. Was I close? It sounds oh, right. That was what pretty was close. It? What it's was it? Chapon- it's Chaponic. Chaponic. Oh, it was Chaponic. so close. Chaponic. So there's like that S Z C Z. It's like a sh. And then the A, everyone really says Chaponic, but Chaponic. Yeah. I was so in close, what, though. In what language is S C? It's Polish. Polish. So I mean, Polish. Honestly, I don't even think that I pronounce it the right way. So, to be honest, here's the one I think thing you I've get learned. to pick now that it's because it's your name. You can choose, and everyone else right? can just kind of like go with whatever whatever you decided. Here, here's yeah, the one yeah. thing Ben taught me: if the second letter in your last name is a Z, you're Polish. That's the way it works. That's it. Yeah, it's totally seems true. To be how it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So uh, Zoe came on my radar, Nikki. She uh, does work with Fit Aid, and obviously Aaron and the team at Fit Aid are big friends. And mm-hmm. uh, so I started following, and she just does like the most clever stuff. And uh, I love it. So I don't know. We just, you know, she jokes about Marvel and Henry Cavill and all that shit, and it's just funny. So. And we send each other like inappropriate memes, but we find the humor in it. It's great. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and probably yeah, the best part. I feel like people don't know that that John has like a meme filter. People don't know. Like John is comes up with all sorts of inappropriate memes that he does not post. So it's important for him to have people to bounce inappropriate memes off of. So I feel like that's that's a very well, sacred role, if you will. Well, so yeah. let's let's start like the real conversation because here's I'm, I want Zoe to talk. Okay. About this. Most recently, <laughs> here's my favorite thing she does. So she gets like many women on the internet. So many inappropriate DMs from dudes or just straight up rude comments. And it's what she's been doing recently. And so you got to talk about this. So she takes their rude comments and then she just zooms in on their face. And they're always like, (laughs) 
Hey, They're always like the weirdest looking dudes that's, making the that's, most yeah. horrible comments. You're sharing secrets. That's on my close story. <gasps> my close friends. Oh, close friends. Well, I didn't say who the guys were. Come on. Let's do the truth. But like I, on my close friends list, the new thing now is instead of like trying to do a clap back or trying to just do anything of what they said, I just show a screenshot of the comment and then a zoomed in picture of what they look like. And it's just, I'm, it's just like silence. And that's it. I just leave it at that. <laughs> and it's why, always like, why? it's always the dudes that look like they live in their mom's tater cellar. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. always. Yep. Saying things like, she's lose five pounds. I wouldn't date her. And then meanwhile, Truly. she's like a hundred pounds overweight. And it looks like he hasn't lifted a weight since he was in high school. If that. You know. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. And then it, they come at me from all angles. Like it's either I work out too much or, oh my goodness, I'm scared of snakes. How dare I be scared of these like horrible creatures? And they just like attack me for that. So I like, it doesn't matter what I talk about. It's, you know. Yeah. No, I think that is the life of a female online. That's just it. It doesn't matter what you say or what you talk about. You're not pleasing someone somewhere that you were never right. intending to please to begin with. And so how dare you? I got one yeah. the other day. I actually, I tagged you in this comment, John, because I was like, really? This is where we're at right now? I had one the other day because I posted a video of me doing bar muscle-ups, which is a really big deal because I haven't been able to do them since before I got pregnant. And so that was like a big win for me being the baby just turned nine, nine months old. And it's kind of like a milestone, nine months in my belly, nine months out of my belly, got a bar muscle up, felt pretty good about it. And someone commented and was like making fun of me for being like, oh, I'm nine months postpartum. And he wrote something along the lines of like, my mom is 300 months postpartum. And she finally <laughs> did like one basic human thing. And let's all celebrate her because she had a baby. We get it. You had a baby. Yay. And I was like, I was literally like, bro, like you, well, you follow me. Like you, you know what content this is. Like just, yeah, just unfollow me. If you're not into it, well, just like. To be fair, Nikki, my mom is like 150 months postpartum <laughs> and she can't do a muscle up at all. I, she's just lazy. I'm not postpartum I was like, at all. And I can't do a muscle up. So <laughs> I was just like, it, it like floored me. I was like, someone really took the time out of his day to like come to my page where he clearly knows what the content is about. And like, yeah, on the con like just smash that yeah. unfollow button, bro. That's Jeez. always my favorite when you go to their page and it says like, they're following you. You're like, but, but you follow me though. <laughs> but like, why just go away? Yeah. Like just nobody wanted you here. Then. You didn't want to be here. I didn't want you to be here. Yeah. Unnecessary yeah. for you to be. I'm here. like, I will do you a favor and I will remove you or I will block you. There we go. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. So Zoe, you've got, um, you have a pretty big following on TikTok, right? It's, it's getting there. Um, it's kind of all over the place. Like it, like a couple like, like how TikTok is, you never know what videos are going to go viral. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes like the wrong ones go viral and then you just bring in the audience that you don't really want. So my following is kind of all over the place. Like I appreciate a lot of them, but there's some that are there that I, I, I don't, I don't want them to be there. If that makes sense. Can you give me an example? Give me an example. Uh, let's see. I had, <clears throat> I had one video go pretty viral where I was putting on deodorant on the inside of my thighs because it's chafing season. So I made them like, don't stop chafing your dreams, you know? <laughs> Enough said. Now yeah, I know who the this followers was, are. Uh, this was in 2020. So this is when TikTok was just <clears throat> getting popular um, right. and the algorithm was kind of just way off. 
So it was popular in the U.S., but then the algorithm sent it to Russia and sent it to Germany and sent it to all of these other countries. And because my subtitles on the video were in English and you couldn't translate them, no one knew what I was doing. So just imagine like the kind of comments I was getting in from a woman putting something on the inside of her thighs. And then those followers just started coming in. Uh, let's see. There, there's, it just, it, it all depends. It all depends. <laughs> but the one thing I love that you do with TikTok though, is you, you, uh, it's the right word. I was going to say you instigate. Maybe it's the right word. You troll the trolls. Yeah. Meaning, yeah. Like you create posts designed to piss off these guys and man do they take the bait yeah and not only on tiktok on instagram you know if they have the reels bonus now so if you post reels and if you're in the that creator area yes i just got this i just got this a couple weeks ago and i was like okay i'm listening so i i got that a couple months ago and i was kind of inspired to just post a couple of videos that might maybe piss some men off and get me some traction and make me some money, which I did do. Um, but then in the process, I just got like a lot of comments from it, but I got paid for it. So hey. what was the what? video? And this is the thing. This is the video. It was, um, I was redoing one that I did last year, but it was just uh, a video of a girl walking in a gym and an old man, an older gentleman, just staring at women in the gym. Didn't say anything about him being creepy. It was just a video of an older man staring at a woman in the gym, and that just angered a lot of people, apparently. <laughs> well, the best is, like, people coming in, because then it becomes about the victim blaming. Oh, that was the part the that was interesting to me. It's always the dudes going, well, you shouldn't wear those yoga pants, and or you was, shouldn't wear was, the sports bra. Or, well, look at what you're you wearing. Know. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, mm. I don't know where to start with those people, truly. I just, I don't think you can fix that kind of stupid yeah, well, I just give there, it up. A, a lot that started coming in were, I don't understand why women wear such tight spandex pants, like can't be comfortable to work out in. That's why they invented them. Truly. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're trying to do with that argument, but I'm like, that was the whole reason why those were invented. <laughs> it is, I don't it know. Is a, it is a weird thing. As a dude, I mean, I'm going to speak honest. As a dude, it's hard to not stare sometimes. Like, you got to be a decent bro. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you just have to be a are, decent person. You have to be yeah, decent. Like, and it, I mean, it goes both ways. Like, I'll see guys at the gym that, like, I'll find attractive. Do I just stare at them the whole time? No. Is Henry I'm Cavill? If he was there, I mean, that's when they were straight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe then. But yeah, other dudes, that, other dudes, you don't stare as much. That, that's you just, it's it's kind of like that thing where you just like, do the look and then you go back to your own business. You don't yeah, like you, creepily... you do like the, <laughs> the corner of the eye look or you yes. like try to look at the thing that's like behind them. And you're like, that the, machine is the, the one or that the I'm trick go is you next. look at the mirror in front of them. Uh-huh. There you go. They don't know you're looking at them, but you look at the mirror and yeah, that's, that's hey, the trick. Right. Yeah. Here's, here's my thought on it. I don't think there's anything rude of looking at someone who's fit and they look good and appreciating that they look good. I mean, look, I work hard in the gym. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be humble here. Like I work my ass off to try to look good and I don't fucking look good, but I try. Right. And if someone looked at me and went, oh, he looks good. I'd be like, thank you. Thank you for staring at me creepily, you know, just for a minute. But if you do it too long, it's going to be weird. Don't do it too long. 
So, right? like, yeah, I think here's my thing. As as someone who's been on the like receiving end of the objectification, I do my best to objectify as many men as possible because I feel like it tips the scales better in the right direction. Perfect. But I just I feel like I feel like a, a healthy respect for like if if I was in the gym and a dude came up to me and was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, you look real fit. Good job." And like walked away, I would not be like what the fuck no. can you believe? I that is not right. a problem. If someone it's, is like, "Hey, I appreciate your gains. You're doing a great job," or like, "Girl, I like your outfit. Cool, yeah. sweet. Thank you. Thank you for being a normal human who communicates, yes. and I don't yes. have a problem with you." Ain't, if you're no like girl, beady eyed, ain't no dude gonna me. say, "Girl, I like your outfit." No dude's gonna say that. Well, I'm just I'm opening it up to like the uh, the non sexualized comments as well. Just yeah. saying. And, um, and that happened, but if, yeah, that happened a couple yeah. days ago and some guy was like, Hey, what, like how many sets do you have left? I'm like, I just have two. He's like, okay, cool. Thank you. And he comes right back and he goes like, Hey, Jim bro to Jim bro. And that's how he said it. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, your back looks amazing. And I was like, thank you. He's thank like, that's you. all I want to say. And then he walks away. That's cool. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's that, it's that simple. It's that simple. No, it's true. And I also feel yeah. like, and this might be a little bit more controversial, so potentially unpopular opinion, but I also feel yeah. like if you're if you're like at the gym and you're like, wow, that person over there is really attractive. I, I would like to get to know them. Like some people are like, please do not approach me at the gym. That's inappropriate. And I get that. But I also feel like if some were to like in an appropriate way, be like, hey, can I get your number? I would be like, no, but, but that wasn't you did not offend me by like asking in a very normal appropriate way you would offend me way more by like staring at me from the other side of the gym so, just throwing that out there too so how do you know someone doesn't want to be approached zoe give it up you're the, you're the single one in the screen i mean we'll go single but, you know, you're <laughs> well, you're the one getting I, approached not me i have this thing called a resting bitch face uh mm. so i am very unapproachable show so. it to us show With it to us I because I, I'm talking right now I'm not resting but it and I can't uh, control it <laughs> I, but it's just I, I I don't look approachable and I've been told that very many like a lot uh so I don't get approached at the gym that much um which is great it works in my favor so you know and and like public and in social social setting it like does not help me at all <laughs> see I think headphones is a rule if they have headphones in don't talk to them and there's not Fair. two. There's not totally. two. Do not make me take my headphones out. Yeah. That's yeah. my that's my yeah. airport move because I don't like to be talked to in the airport. And now that we're not wearing masks anymore, headphones in, baby. Walk into the airport. Don't talk. Headphones in. Don't talk to me. Oh, yeah. Even if even can, if nothing's playing, they're in. Yeah. yeah. Can mm-hmm. I address that for a second? Because I wish that we always and forever kept masks on on the plane. I'm like, t- yeah. I don't want anyone else's disgusting germs. And like, I know that ever since the pandemic started, everyone's been saying that like, oh, plain air is actually like well recycled and like they're doing better to like, no, that's bullshit. Like no. two rows in front of me, that dude just burped. And then the, the row in front of me, that dude just farted. And now I'm inhaling all that air. Like there's no way that yeah, it's not just, as they, disgusting like, as it's always been. You're sitting so close to people that they're, mm, they're right I don't here. like it. They're I right like here. It. And I, I don't like it either. I don't like it either. So I just flew to Salt Lake City. It was the first week that um, masks were done. And I'm going to be the dissenting opinion because I was rolling large in first class and it was fucking awesome. Ooh, and, okay. And I was not wearing a mask Humble and they were bringing Humble me Brad. mimosas. And I'm like, this is great. And I could do okay. this forever. So okay. I, I, well, I, I don't disagree that 
if there's, you know, if I deem the guy next to me weird, I want him to put a mask on. But if I'm in first class and they're serving me mimosas, I'm free facing it. That's my new term. Okay. Free facing <laughs> it. I just feel yeah. like the picture on the front of the airborne box is literally people on plane. Like the picture on the front of the thing that you buy to not get sick because you know you always get sick when you get on a plane. Like it's just, can we just, I wish we would all mask up on planes forever because people are gross and I don't want to be near them. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, at this point, people can do whatever they want, but I, right. I wish that the person, at least like the person in front of me and next to me had masks mm-hmm. on. Just that would just be nice. Here, here's what I will tell you that was nice. Because um, this is not, I mean, none of this is a political statement. Um, people were really polite. The people that were wearing masks, no one seemed to care. The people that weren't, no one seemed to care. It cool. was your personal choice. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like yeah. I was choosing to not wear one. The woman next to me was wearing one. I didn't care. She didn't care. And I thought for a minute, like I, I wondered, is she going to lean over and ask me to put a mask on? She never did. She didn't look at me sideways. She didn't care. You know, the flight attendants yep. were nice. The pilots came on and they had an announcement. And they were like, hey, if you want to wear one, cool. If you don't, also cool. Do what you want to do. Just be nice to everybody. And everybody was nice to everyone. And I think it's because we spent the last two years giving the finger to each other that all Truly. of a sudden we're like, Hey, we can make our own choice. All right, that's that's pretty awesome. And it was, yeah. it was good. I, I, like I do that. not have that experience. <laughs> no, what was your experience? What to I you? Flew, I flew the day after they lifted the mask mandate, and I was flying home to see my family. And I, germs, airports, airplanes. I still wore a mask because I'm like, I just, I, you know, I just wanted to. Um, but because I was flying to Northern California, where it's a little bit different than Southern California. Uh, I got judged hard. I was like one of three people on the entire flight that had a mask and just each person that looked at me, the flight, a couple of the flight attendants even looked at me and I was just like, cool. <laughs> cool. Right. Did anybody say anything? No, it's just, it's just, it was with their eyeballs. And then as soon as yeah, I landed, that's enough. as soon as I landed in a very small rural airport, me being one of the few people walking around with the mask, all the eyeballs were on me and I'm just like, <laughs> All right, so I don't know enough about California to be smart on this, but I'm assuming from what you're telling me that Northern California is maybe more conservative than Southern California. Is that like is that the deal, or like what's yeah. the deal? Give me the yeah. give me the dirt. Yeah, it is. I mean, not all of Northern California, and then of course, depending on who you talk to and how they break up California, California has uh, different borders of Northern and Southern California. But I'm from the real Northern California. <laughs> I consider above Sacramento um, and up there it is a little bit more conservative, um, but it just, it, and it's also a small town, you know, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, see, I never think of California being small town. Like those of us that live in the Midwest, when I think of California, I think of Los Angeles and San Francisco and San Diego. I think of these big yeah. cities where, you know, you get people everywhere and the traffic, it takes two hours to get 10 minutes, you know, yeah. I, never, yeah. I never think of California being these, you know, tiny little Western towns, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, the town that I grew up in has about oh, less than 800 people. That's where I grew up. So tiny. Yeah, we we have spent a little bit of time in Northern California, kind of like in the woods. Mm-hmm. And my husband is from Northern Maine. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like totally the same. We didn't know that it was like that until we were like spending time with friends, um, like kind of like above like wine country. I don't know California yep. all that well either. Yep. But yeah, both, um, yeah. it. 
Yeah, it felt very much like northern Maine to us. It felt like home to him where it was like farmland and woods yep. and like yep. um, super <laughs> conservative old folks. Uh, it felt like, totally felt like yeah. northern Maine uh, in that yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, still great, nice people. It's just uh, yeah. northern California is very different from southern California. Yeah, totally, totally. So yeah. How, how did you get hooked up with the Fit Aid people? Uh, so I used to do obstacle course racing, um, and Fit Aid was the sponsor of Spartan, so I'd always see them at races. And one of my friends was like the event director for Fit Aid, so I started working for the booths for them. So I was one of their booth girls, um, and then eventually became one of their athletes because I just worked for them so much and went to all these events with them and knew Aaron and Orion and just kind of evolved. So. How long did you do obstacle course racing? Uh, so I started in 2013, 2014, like that time period, uh, and then messed up my hip in 2014 and then still tried to race on it for a good, I don't know, almost a year or so, which was just not a good decision. Um, and then I've been having surgeries ever since. So pretty much retired from obstacle course racing, like for sure, for sure, like two years ago. I really love what you've done with that journey, though. I mean, I know it's been incredibly tough on you. And Nikki, I don't know if you are familiar with it at all, but she's done this, you know, it feels like a couple of years, like since we've been following each other. Seven, um, seven years. Yeah. Well, there's a couple that I've been hey, aware yeah, of it where yeah. she's been posting this journey about her hip surgeries. And it's it's not only really interesting, but it's very emotional. Like, as yeah, you, you, yeah. Know, like you start to get to know people through through the internet, you know, and you start, you know, I'm not not saying I feel your pain. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, you start to like sympathize and like you start to root for people and you see their things are going when things are going well and when they're not. And it's just, it's really, really intriguing and interesting. Um, I don't even know where the question is and all that other than like, do you, when, as you're posting this stuff, are you doing it for you? Are you doing it to help others? Is it like self-therapy? Like, what is it? I think all of the above. Uh, yeah. I just, when I was first, when I first injured my hip, I couldn't find information about it anywhere. Like, I didn't know anyone who tore their labor. I'm like, I couldn't find anyone that posted about it or shared about it. And since I was so heavily involved in obstacle course racing, like, everyone just kept asking, like, why aren't you racing? Why aren't you racing? And so eventually I just had to keep, like, telling everyone, well, this is my injury. Let me, you know, tell you about my injury. And I didn't intend for it to be this huge saga. I thought, you know, of course, one surgery was going to fix it and I was going to return to normal in a few months, just like how a lot of people are. But it turned into this seven-year-long, five-surgery, just nightmare. So I just kind of documented the whole thing. And I've met a lot of great people that also have hip issues that hopefully I've been able to help. They've been able to help me. Um, It's also therapeutic. Just, you know, kind of just all of the above. Is there a, and I know that it's probably a loaded question, but is there kind of like a top line or short version on why it it didn't work out the way you thought it would? Why it wasn't just like a one and done type fix my hip and I can go back to racing? Let's see if I can do like the cliff notes version. Uh, So essentially I just hurt my hip running. That's a whole different story, but it just, I hurt my hip running. And then I went to a doctor and they're like, oh, you have a labral tear and it looks like you have a hip impingement. Um, so they're like quick fix. We'll just, uh, repair your labrum, kind of shave down the femoral head that fits into your hip socket. So just, you're not having as much of an impingement, then you should be good. And a couple months after that surgery, it just didn't feel right. 
So um, I had moved at the time and I went and saw a new surgeon, got new scans. They're like, oh, well, your labrum is torn again. And I'm like, from what? And they're like, we don't know, but it tore again. So went in for another surgery where they repaired it again, tried to fix the impingement even further because they thought that that's maybe what the issue was. A couple months down the road, still wasn't really healing. Um, and then I went to another doctor, another scan, said my labrum tore again. And they're just like, we don't know why this is happening. Uh, so they were like, you need to see one of three big hip specialists in the country. Closest one's Colorado. Send all my scans. He thinks he knows how he's going to fix it. I'm all set to go to Colorado. Had some changes to my insurance. And my insurance no longer would let me go out of state because I live in California. And then I fought with them for a year. Had to change insurance. Had to start the process over again. Wasn't allowed to go to Colorado. And some surgeon in L.A. looked at my scans and he's like, there's this shouldn't be right. Your labrum shouldn't be tearing after they've done all this work. Why no other surgeon did a CT scan? I don't know. But after they did a CT scan, they saw that I had um, a version of hip dysplasia that you can't see on x-rays and you can't see on MRI. So it's called acetabular retroversion. So I had to have a very, very uh, major surgery to fix that. So, but it's good now. <laughs> Oh, it is good now. Now you're yeah. now the saga is complete. Yay! Yeah, hopefully it's doing really great now. They gave me a new labrum. Um, they pretty much cut my pelvis into three places and re-rotated it and screwed it back together. And then I had to get those screws out. And then I uh, grew a like a bone hook. It's a long story, but yeah, I should be good now. <laughs> wow. So it's like, first of all, it from your perspective i'm sure you're like this is horse shit why didn't someone just figure out like you guys do this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to figure out what's wrong with me and then fix me but turns out you had like the rarest like anyone who saw your scan was probably like yeah torn labrum let's fix it no big deal like all of them quick look easy fix we'll get yeah no worries and it took a i think it was the fifth surgeon that i finally saw that he's like uh i mean there's a reason why it keeps tearing we should probably look into that a little bit further and there you go Mm. Wow. What a nightmare. I'm just glad that you're on the, on the back end of that, you know? Yeah. Me, yeah. Me too. Thank you. But yeah, uh, obstacle course racing, retired, not doing that. Cool. Cool. Still like training, still like in the gym. Oh yeah. Still, still, whatever, I still work out. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm terrified to go running. I've been cleared by multiple doctors to start running. I'm just like terrified to just get back into that. Um, I don't do as much CrossFit anymore just because I'm too competitive. The weights are too heavy. Like I just, I'm gonna, I'm going to hurt something and I've been injured for sure. way too long. So yeah. Well, you know Dale, yourself. You've got to not do that. Good. True. John's a specialist. Yeah. I'll teach you how to cherry pick workouts like a pro. It's great. Oh, oh yeah. I do that for sure. Like someone has to send me the workout first and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not do that. I, I do love though you 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 post a lot of outdoor stuff, particularly how you mentioned the fear of snakes. And M- Nikki, she does this because she's out hiking in the mountains in California. Amazing. And I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of freaking snakes oh, in so- in California. How many snakes do you see on these hikes? I, I I I see more than the average person, and I think I'm just a snake magnet at this uh-huh. point. Like they know that I hate them and they do it out of spite. They just like come out cause they know I'm on the trail. Which is, um, which is worse for you? Snakes or spiders? S- snakes. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> snakes I'm the for opposite. Sure. I'm the opposite. I totally don't mind snakes. I mean, I don't want them to bite me and I don't want them to be poisonous. We don't really have like poisonous snakes in new England. Okay. Really. It's usually just like garden snakes and bullshit when you're out. Hiking. Yeah. But, yeah. um, 
but like I'm the same with spiders. Like they know I'm there and I will find them. I have like yeah. the sense, the tingle, yeah. if you will. Yeah. 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 Messed I'm the same up. like spiders. I don't like spiders. Like they still creep me out, but I, I can like kind of pick one up and put it outside. No, and, you know, no. Do whatever no. I need to do. But snakes, no. I just, it's... I get like physically nauseous just seeing one. No, just burn the house down. That's me. If you have a snake, come on. Yeah, it's it's become that's actually I mean it's it's funny, but it's also making a lot of good content for me, like the whole snake fear thing. So in in the end, like I get it's it's content. So okay, okay, let yeah. me ask you a question because my best friend Whitney has a fear of snakes. How do you feel about worms? Worms don't bother. I mean, they still kind of gross me out, but they don't bother me as much. Eels. Because you can see the head and the body, it's like similar. Those creep me out. She can't do snakes or worms. She can't do anything that has that like wiggly shape. I guess I've never asked her about eels. I'll have to ask. It's, for me, it's something with the head. Like I just, if they, That's if I make eye contact with on. them, like they peer into my soul mm-hmm. and they're, they're just like telling me that they want to kill me. And I just, I don't know. Oh God. The problem with snakes is like, you know, everyone's like, all right, well, if their head is shaped like this, they're non-poisonous. And if shaped like this, they're poisonous. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that. They all look poisonous. Like, I don't okay. have time to look to see how they're shaped. Like, they just all look like assholes to me. All of them. <laughs> well, <'cause> they are. <laughs> yeah, fair. I don't want anything to do with that. No. That's fair. I, I grew up in the Deep South, and there were a lot of poisonous snakes. Copperheads, rattlesnakes, they were everywhere. Like, no, I don't want anything to do with that. Really, nope. At least with rattlesnakes, you know they're poisonous because they get the rattle. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least they warn you. It's yeah. the ones that don't have the rattle that are the real jerks. Screw those guys. Yeah, and it's just out here we have gopher snakes, too, that have kind of a similar pattern as rattlesnakes. So if you don't see – if you're kind of far away and you can't really see the rattle at first, then you're just kind of like, oh, which one is it? Which one is it? Because it's just – they look so similar. But uh, I just – I hate snakes so much. <laughs> yeah, I think I would feel differently if um, if there were any ones around here that really posed a threat. So I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Meanwhile, spiders pose zero threat around here too. And I still would burn the fucking house down. I can't. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I don't blame you. I don't, we don't really need them. Like it's just, no. you know. I mean, I guess the sad part is we really do need them. I know. But, yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. But. All right. <laughs> let's let's shift the conversation. I want to hear about your unhealthy love of Henry Cavill. How did this come about? Uh, I, I, wait, is I there, is that Henry. a real question? How did it come about? He yeah, existed like she, and women everywhere melted. That's no, how it no, came no, no. about. No, well, I, I her watched love him for in, Henry uh, is different than your love for Henry. So I watched him when he was like just a little wee lad. And, uh, I saw this like really young actor on screen in this movie that I actually didn't really, I didn't even really like. And I was like, who is that? And then it's just, uh, a couple years later, I saw him in a movie called Tristan and a Soul. I'm like, Hey, that's that same guy. And then I saw him later in the show, The Tudors, and I'm just like full mm-hmm. obsession, full mm-hmm. obsession now. <laughs> oh, and it's, what been, is, it's been a love story ever since. Yeah. We're also, I think Matt and I are both equally as obsessed with him in this house. Uh, me, because he's just like a beautiful soul of a human man. He's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Matt, because he like wants to be his buddy and also wants to be his like gym bro. Because he's like yeah. actually legitimately cool dude. What is your favorite yeah. role that he's played? That's I, you know I was thinking about this the other day when I was on a hike, of course, because I'm when I'm hiking, I'm thinking of Henry Cavill, like obviously. Uh, of course, <laughs> duh. I I mean, I hate to say it, but I love him in Superman because I just think he's okay. the perfect Superman. Yeah, and I just 
when he was casted as Superman, I was just like, yes, like I fully agree with this. And so I hate to say that that is my favorite one. Um, cause he, oh, he's so pretty in it too. He is, like, yeah. he's so nice to look yeah, at. That's true. <laughs> he that's was great true. in Superman. Yeah. I, it, unfortunately, uh, until they did the Snyder cut, you know, um, what was the move? Uh, Justice League was just a big hot mess. Uh, yeah, and it was a dumpster thank God fire. Snyder fixed it. And truly, like, I truly. mean, it was unfortunate why Snyder had to drop out and why Joss Whedon had to come yeah. in, and it, like the whole thing was unfortunate, and that's why it became such like a dumpster fire. But I'm glad that they were able to give him the creative freedom to like make the Snyder cut. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. Bean looks better in the sliding. I think he looks awesome in the sliding. I think he looks he just, he more just see pissed eyes. off. He's more pissed Doesn't off he? than usual in that lighting. Look at him. He does. He doesn't like this desk because I don't let him sit on it. Oh, see, he's he pissed. Uh, yeah, I know. You um, have to tell me. I will throw in there that I think my favorite Henry Cavill role is The Witcher. Truly, <laughs> truly, that's pretty good. I, I think he's I think he's great in it. I just don't love the show. No? I didn't read the books. I didn't uh, I think there's a game too. I game, just I wasn't yeah. yeah, I wasn't super into that. So like I don't love the show, but I do love him in it. So we love that in, in this house. We're like big fantasy nerds fully. So I thought I thought it was probably my favorite. Right next to what was the movie he was in where he was like the American spy? And he was like teaming up with a Russian spy. Oh, the man from uh, the Uncle? man from Uncle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually loved mm-hmm. him in that too. That was a even great movie. Mission Impossible Fallout. The stash. I don't. That stash just does something. Like it's what I approve. I approve. No, it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you like no. the stash? You can't put I like a the stash. I like the stash. And then when man he like, like loads no. up his arms in that bathroom scene, uh, yeah, yeah. I you're love gonna the have, stash on him. You're going to have dudes oh, all it. over the country now it. growing stashes just because you're in love with them. Seriously. Come on. <laughs> well, Nobody loves the stash. I loved the stash on him. I don't know. No. No. <laughs> no. I feel like, no, I feel like no. I've lost respect for you now. <laughs> well, all right. So who's who's your number two then? So uh, Henry's taken, right? Yeah. Henry has a girlfriend, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two is I have like my number two, number three kind of switch off just depending on like, I guess what movies are coming out or what, you know, (laughs) they're fighting for Uh, their spots on the podium. Yeah, they are like they, they, (laughs) as they should be, um, Chris Evans and Taylor Kitsch, they switch off between two and three. Okay. Oh, Chris Evans. I love Chris Mm -hmm. Evans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love Chris Evans. I think like from what, I mean, honestly, from what you can tell from like media and stuff, he seems like just a genuinely nice person. Yeah, um, he's really nice to look at too. Uh, I just remember mm-hmm. watching him in not another teen movie like years ago, and I was like, "This guy's oh my cute. god, like, yes!" And his career just like took off. But um, I love him. And then Taylor Kitsch, I I love Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, yeah. Wait, which one's Taylor Kitsch? I don't think I know who that is. He was in the show Friday Night Lights, so he played like yes. Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights. He plays uh, right, Murph right, right. in uh, Lone Survivor. Yes, yes, I know exactly yeah. who that is. He's a good yeah. dude. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. type. I think you have, I have like, a, this, I have like a type. chiseled like Garrett, and Garrett Hudlin was one of was in my top five too. They all just chiseled jawline, yeah. light eyes, mm-hmm. tall with a broad chest. So it's like it's that's yeah. Can't help it. Can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you guys want to hear a really embarrassing story of what I did always. with Jared Kish? I, always. I yeah, bring it on. Uh, it was, uh, there were drugs involved, so let's just, uh, let's just start with that. Um, uh-huh. I, like, of course, I've had a crush on him since high school because he's he's been around for a while and in movies and stuff, and um, I just came home from the hospital from, like, that major surgery, and I was on all of the drugs. Like, they gave mm-hmm. me everything to go home with, so I didn't even know, like, what world I was in like what year it was like don't know how my brain was firing I don't know but uh he did this thing where he had like this book giveaway I'm so embarrassed that I'm sharing this but whatever he had this book giveaway on Instagram it was pretty much like he had all these John Carter books and he's like hey if anyone wants to sign John Carter book just like dm me tell me why you'd want one and like maybe I'll send you one kind of thing and I looked at that as my opportunity to just like shoot my shot and I wrote this man a novel, like a novel. Um, no. I talked about. <laughs> I talked about all of the movies that I hated him in, and how they were like really bad, and how Hollywood made him like the scapegoat, and uh, <laughs> and oh like it God. wasn't his fault, but it was like it was Hollywood's fault that these movies did so poorly. Uh, and then I talked about like all the movies that I did like him in. And then I talked to him about how I just had hip surgery and I was on a bunch of drugs. And I was talking about how my ex like met him one time and my ex told me about it after. And I'm like, why didn't you like FaceTime me when you were with him? And I like never forgave my ex for that. And just like this really long message. And at the very end, um, like I sent my address and I was like, hopefully you read this because I'll take one of those books. Uh, bye. <laughs> Nice. Did he send one? No. Uh, it, so it never said seen. <laughs> She's like, so oddly I'm pretty no. sure oddly it went no. to the request folder. He he saw it, but he never like approved the message. And how I'm not blocked, I don't know. I don't know. And to be quite honest, I totally forgot I even wrote that message for like weeks. And then he like, I don't know, posted some story about something. And, like, I go to, like, the messages because, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just send her a little reaction. And I see this really long message. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. What did I do? Oh, my But no, God. I never got a book. I never got a book. <laughs> well, he sounds like an asshole for not sending you a book And then I, I unsent that. the message. I, like, oh, I got rid of the you evidence. Did. Oh, come on. The longer the message, the more of the stalker you are. There's no way the guy didn't like, there's no way he read it. He looked at it and went, oh my God, it's like three paragraphs. You know, in my defense, it was actually really witty and it was really funny and there were zero grammatical errors. So, you know. Yeah, that's what guys look for, Zoe. Grammatical errors. That's the first thing I go to. How many grammatical errors are in this thing? No, I truly do look for it. Like if I get like messages with grammatical errors, I judge hard. Same. Truly. Same. Yeah, of Same. course you do. Dudes do not. That is not where we start. Yeah. That is not where we start. We look, first of all, it's all about how long is this message. And when it's as long as Zoe's messaging, we're going, all right, stage five clinger. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, still, I don't know how I wasn't blocked. I don't know. I don't know. He was just being kind. He has you restricted. You know what? Maybe he got like a like he got a laugh out of it, which, you know, whatever, you know. I wish you hadn't unsent it. I know, but I like I panicked and I was like, I don't need this evidence just sitting here. 
Like yeah. I just I need to get rid of it. I need to get rid of it. I mean I, I took screenshots of it, so I have it forever. But Smart. Uh, Smart. and I'm sure maybe he did too. You know, we don't know. But um yeah. <laughs> we'll that's... we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. Here here's but, yeah. a random question. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? You go first, Zoe, then we're going to Nikki. I don't I don't think I've ever met anyone real famous. I don't There's know. no way that's true. Uh, like I went when I lived in San Diego. I went to a bunch of like the the parties after Comic Con, and I met some actors there. But I'm trying to like think of like the most. I like met Ron Perlman, who was a lot shorter than I thought he'd be. Very cool. Hellboy was was short. Yeah, but um, I was also in heels, and I'm five eight without heels, so I was Mm. fairly tall. But uh, he was he was actually shorter than I thought. I met. Which was random, by the way. The author for Game of Thrones, so George, is it George <gasps> R. Yes, He was at this Playboy party, and I met him. He was very nice. Very cool. Nice. Really random. Um, he was really nice. Um, I met, before his big scandal came out, I met Cuba Gooding Jr., and he was actually mm-hmm. super nice. Um, but then that whole thing came out and it was actually, it makes sense because his cousin invited me to go out to the clubs with them. And then I was like, isn't Cuba married? And it was a weird thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. I've seen people like I've seen famous people, but I haven't like met them. Does that count? That counts. Like if you're in the same room, well, like, yeah, I was at a grocery store and I saw, um, in one day, which let me, I was <laughs> I was so excited. And one day in Malibu, I was at this grocery store and I was looking at kombucha and I hear this very distinct laugh. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I look to my left and it's Seth Rogen. <laughs> of course. Probably high. That's awesome. I think so. Yeah, um, and then same day, I because I remember walking into the store and I remember seeing this really petite brunette girl with a baby on her chest. And I was like, gosh, she's like gorgeous. I wonder, you know, just and that's all I thought. Came back out, and then I noticed Brian Austin Green coming through. So that was when it was him and nice. Megan, uh, Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Um, and then Sam Elliott, I saw him the same day. I love him. Wow. It what was a busy day, day in L.A. And it was raining in Malibu. Everyone decided to go grocery shopping, I guess. But I was that was like one of the best days ever. I was so excited. That's cool. <laughs> All right, Nikki, what about you? I honestly, like, I don't have, well, I think that it's one thing when you live in California and, like, people are just, like, abound, <laughs> always. Yeah. Um, I did, one of the one of the cool things I did when I was, uh, like, in my old life as a TV news reporter is I was covering, like, this big venue that they had built in the town that we were uh, living in for music and concerts, especially in the summertime. So I did get to meet Jason Mraz once when he was like oh, coming into awesome. town, to, yeah, to put on a concert, and we were like, got to go to soundcheck and get footage and like interview him about coming, being in our little small town in Maine. That was cool. I, I had to think that. really like deep into my memory palace to find that. I have not met a lot of famous people. Yeah, outside of like, I think there's plenty of people who would think that like meeting Matt Fraser a million times and shoving a microphone in his face is like uh, quite famous. Count. I feel yeah. like of all, like I wouldn't throw just any CrossFit athlete on the like famous list, Yeah, but I would put him up there. I would put no. Matt up there too. I've never yeah. met him, but I would put Matt up there. Yeah. yeah. I've got, I've got a cell phone number. He's no longer famous. That's the rule. If I have your cell phone number, you're not really you're famous. You're no longer famous. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Good to know. You, you need to be snobby enough to not give it to me. That should be the rule. Oh, okay. I didn't think. I thought of another one. I'm who is actually the nicest person in in his in person. His skin is absolutely flawless. I have to add this too. 
Mario Lopez. Oh my God. How the is that not person. the first thing out of your mouth? Girl. I, I don't And he, like, he was so nice. He was so nice. Yeah. And then he, he and I follow each other on Instagram him. and we're still <gasps> trying to like plan like a workout. Cause he, like, I'm super into fitness, but I keep like breaking my hip, you know, but nicest guy ever. Hmm. Yeah. 10 out of 10 hmm. would work out with him. 100%. 10 out of 10 would work out with him. Yeah. And face in real life, flawless. You've never worked out with him? does not age. Huh? Never worked out with him? Not yet. Like, I just, I keep being injured and then COVID happened and everything shut down. And Look, you yeah. got to limp over there and work out with Mario. That's, come on. That's like once in a lifetime. That's, that's Slater, right? Wasn't that his name when Saved by the Bell? Yeah, yes. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. come on. Go work I know, out with I Slater. Let's get on happen. this. Yeah. Yeah, nice as good. Love him. Love All right, him. my most famous ones. Uh, before she was super famous, I ran into um, oh, what's that Witherspoon? She was in Sweet Home Alabama. Reese Witherspoon. Yes, Reese oh, Witherspoon. Huge. Yeah. Um, this was before that movie. She was young, like really. She was. I was living in Nashville. I was working in a restaurant, and she came in. She'd just done like maybe her first or second movie. So people knew she was like on the fringe of being famous. Yeah. I just remember yeah. seeing her and she was so cute and so young. And she looked then just like she does now. Like she yeah. hasn't aged in 20 years, 25 years, you know. Uh, the fun one, though, I ran into Sylvester Stallone. And in, in, this is so random. We were in Toronto. I was married. This is how long ago this was. <laughs> like, wow. This would have been, I don't even know if I had kids yet. So it would have been over 20 years ago. And we're in Toronto and he was filming a movie and me and my father-in-law step into this elevator and there's Sly Stallone, all five feet, 10 of him. He's a little dude, you know, and ripped. The dude is jacked, you know, and I'm like kind of a, you know, it's hard to believe, but I'm kind of an introvert. Like I don't talk to people and I certainly don't talk to famous people. Yeah. And my father-in-law is fearless. He will talk to anyone. He didn't give a shit. And he's like, Sly, what's going on? You know? And he's like, you know, and just like you would expect him to. Same kind of like Rocky persona. Yeah. And he's like, are you in town filming a movie? He's like, yeah, I am. You know, and they like started talking like normal people. I'm like, how is this happening? Like, how is this happening? Slide just talking to him like he's a normal dude, you know? Wow. I bet bet if you're famous and that happens to you, like someone just like talks to you kind of like, not like you're no big deal, but like you're a regular human. I bet. I bet that's awesome. I bet they love I bet that. They, I bet they love that and they probably just appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was so weird though. It's like, you know, you see somebody like you see this is Rocky. Come on. Right. <laughs> like this right. like this is like the pinnacle of fame, you know, and you just walk in the elevator and there's Rocky. You're like, holy shit. Like I don't get starstruck often, but it was a weird, it was a really weird moment. Wait, that like, happened to me. That happened to me maybe like three years ago but it was a really really b-list celebrity (laughs) we were at we were so we were at um we were at the casino down in connecticut i think it was for my birthday we like went down to a restaurant and they were having like comic-con there but like the like b-list connecticut version of comic-con and we were like looking at the roster because we're big nerds and we're like ah there's no one here we really want to see so let's just like go to the restaurant and we got in the elevator and there was leo from charmed do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember? But he was like, you know, he's like really old and he kind of like looks like maybe he got into some hard drugs at some point. And I was just like freaking out because I was like a huge fan when I was a tween. Yeah. And I know yeah. who he is and I know that he's there for the Comic Con. And I was just in the corner of the elevator, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And Matt was looking at me like, are, 
are you okay? Are you sweating, Nikki? Like, what? what's wrong with you? I think his name is Brian Krause. Does that sound right? I have no idea. It was oh, never my it. Hey, check this out. Look, A.C. Slater, James <laughs> Gerbach, tells us that's what his name was. Yeah, exactly. With all this new technology, now we can just start throwing shit up on the screen. It's great. Speaking of, can I show you something? You guys want to yeah. see something cool? Yeah. The people that are going to get this on the podcast aren't going to see this. Check this out. What do you think? What? Dude. New merch. I oh, love those. My God. There's going to be tanks. infringement pending. <laughs> oh, don't call me out. Damn it, Nikki. Um, can you, me a, can you describe I don't want my cease and desist in a week. Come on. Like, like make them really quick so we can get them before you get that letter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I you, got both of you hooked up. We're going to do these in uh, black tees, black tanks, and then these in the tie-dye. Uh, you can get cropped and the sleeves off if you yes. want. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. You have to so, yeah. describe them for the people listening, John. Yeah. So, uh, so it's the new Make Watch Great Again logo, and it's totally original. It has not been copied by anyone at all. Not at all. It's, it's not <laughs> Definitely even close. Not. It's not close to any 80s TV show. Not even close, but I think people will like it. And they can see it on my page. So go look it up. Cool. There'll Perfect. be a link in the bio. They're going to go on sale in a couple of days. Zoe, because you're our special guest, they're on the house. You tell me what you Ooh. want. We'll get them to you. Yeah. We'll look you up. Nikki, you got to pay. Um, All right, deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. We'll get them to you. I thought that was cool. And, I, and awesome. I'm enjoying showing off the new uh, the new tech. We got all kind of cool stuff now. I know. This, this is, is super really fun. Yeah. I know, right? I know. I think we need to we need to let the people know. So if you guys are listening to us on the podcast, we are now trying out this new live stream as we record thing. So um, give us a follow on the YouTube page to you so you can see when we um when we pop on and do this. Usually it's in the evenings, like in the evenings midweek. Maybe we should come up with a, maybe we should be professional yeah. and make a schedule. We have, not, we have not discussed what this is going to look like at all. 0%. But if I guess. If I had to guess, what we will probably do is our joint shows will live stream as often as we can. Matter of fact, we have uh, we have one coming up with um, Danny Spiegel's coming on to do movie reviews on Thursday. We talked nice. about it, and we're coming through. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. Can I, I, know. Can, I, I can I join? Like, I love movies. Hell you to, you yeah, do. girl. You should join. Let you join. Yes. I'll, I'll send you an invite. I know we're I know we're absolutely going to talk about some Harry Potter movies and then nice. a couple of like most recent stuff. I mean, so have yes, you seen, I'll send you have, an invite. You're welcome to join. It'll be fun. Ju- just yeah. just put it out there. Have you seen the new Doctor Strange yet? No, no not yet. Don't is say it good? Okay. I won't no say anything. spoilers, but it's great. Anything. I won't say anything. Is it great? Um, it's not in my top tier of favorite Marvel films. It's not a bad. It's not a bad film. Like it's not Thor: Dark World bad. Oh, um, okay. Well, it's just not. It's not in my top favorites, but it's good. It's good. What's your favorite Marvel you, movie? Wait, 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 wait. Are you right. though a fan of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange? Because I feel like that makes or breaks kind of. You either are. Or aren't. I was. So here's the thing. I wasn't originally, but I am after this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Good question, Nikki. Look at you being the pro. Well, I'm a cumber bitch, so I need to know. (laughs) You know, it may it yeah, it's a thing where like I feel like you either you either think he's like so interesting looking that he's like handsome and intriguing and appealing, or you think he looks like like Sid from Ice Age. One or the other. I I think 
Cause I, I see both. I see both ways. I think it depends on what character he's in. But um, yeah, like I, I mean, I've liked him as Doctor Strange. I just after this movie, like I've really liked him as Doctor Strange. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I have a mild obsession with him um, that started with Sherlock, which I think is like the greatest character he's ever such played. A good, that's such uh, a good show. So yeah. good. So yeah. good. Anyway. Yeah. John, continue. I have not seen Sherlock. <gasps> oh, come on. Oh, you got to watch it. Is it is excellent. Oh. I haven't gotten to you know what I am watching Sherlock. right now, though. Yes. Right now, I'm re-watching Entourage, which okay. I love. I do, cool. I do like that show. I yeah. do like that show. It was yeah. a good show. That show is so... And it's it's actually even funnier in rewatch now that we've, like, kind of crossed through the Me Too movement and, and like, bad behavior's been called out because Ari Gold is so jarring in that role and i love it i am yeah. like, still here for it yeah yeah i suppose yeah. that did not age well or actually did age great because now you're like yeah, yeah. You, you watch things now point. you're like oh that would not fly today yeah. <laughs> i yeah. think that's the point though it's like yeah. you know in those days it was satire of what was really going on now it's even beyond that it's like it it's hey i know this actually happened and you can watch it in retrospect and go still funny <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. still funny. It is it's just yeah. wildly inappropriate. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 It's just it's just a very it's very interesting in concept. And it is interesting watching those old HBO shows in retrospect because technology's come so far. Like a lot of the stuff going on in the show, they're still using pagers and yeah. the yeah. internet wasn't a big thing yet, you know. So it's just it's so different from where we are now. It's just amazing how far we've come in, you know, 10, 15 years. It's totally. crazy. Yeah. It's great though. Now I feel like I gotta watch Sherlock. You do. You do. Oh my you do. god, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Well, am I gonna become a cumber bitch? I hope so. Yeah. I'm after that of, show, after that show, for sure. I'm of the like the thought that he's like just a total stud. But I think I like really unique looking people. I think I'm attracted to like traits that make people stand out. I mean, like throw me a classically handsome dude any day of the week, of course. But like really You're like obviously. Obviously. Um Chris Helmsworth is my like number oh, one. Same. We're like brothers. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. totally. I'm like his dad. I'm like his old <laughs> drunk dad. Okay. I, I have one for you though that I for some reason I find him so attractive. And I don't I don't know why, but I do. Okay. Woody Harrelson. Wow. No. No. <laughs> no. I I don't know. I don't know. I tell you who I saw this weekend or this week uh that as a dude I'm like that dude's attractive. John Mayer. Yes. 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 Killed it. Yes. Best best live concert I've seen in my life. Really? Wow. Literally just blown. It was great. So we went to Pittsburgh. My youngest daughter loves John Mayer. First time I saw him Ironically, it was like 23, 24 years ago before Meg was born when I was dating her mother, Hmm. right? So I'm on his first tour, came through for Room for Squares. Yeah. And and this time he's in Pittsburgh for his most recent tour. And so I got Megan with me and places full of 30 to 40 year old white people just swaying in place. Nobody getting out of their seats. Everybody's got assigned seats and we're loving it. There's no mosh pit. It's just good old fashioned sob rock. It was awesome. And this dude is literally the greatest American guitar player of our age. Hmm. It was unreal. Like I've just, I've never seen anything like it as good as he was. And he's still young. He's like 40 years old and he's got so much hair. I wanted to punch him in his balls. (laughs) And 
just a good looking kid and he's funny. Like he's so funny. Yeah, yeah. who gets all this talent? It's just yeah. so unfair. Did you ever watch his live shows that he used to do on I think it was Instagram? He'd go like on yes. live. He's so funny. He's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was mm-hmm. so bad. But maybe uh, I'll add him to my list. Mm. You know, like my hall pass list, I'll just add him to my list. Yeah, he was he was so good. So good. Hey, we have comments coming in. People I know this comments. is so cool. I love it. I know. They're not even here. They're not even, I'm just going to place them. They're not even good comments. Oh, I'm going to get on here, but only eight times watching. We need to pump those numbers up. Well, it's Extremely our first time. In fairness, <laughs> we did not even know if this was going to work. So it was like the test run. But clearly it's, wor- it's working for eight people, probably two of which are our mothers. So. I know. Hey, no, look, I appreciate people jumping in it look we'll we're going to do more live shows and yeah uh, yeah yeah. this is like actual questions i just thought this would be fun and i've been trying to get zoe on for a while and like we we're supposed to have this golfer scott stallings on tonight who a really nice guy and he's a crossfitter he's on the pga tour and he had a travel uh issue that came up so he messaged me he's like hey i can't make it tonight so i reached out to him I'm like hey zoe what are you doing she's like i'm laying in bed just hanging out I'm like, all right, well, get on this on podcast, podcast, girl. Yeah. Come and on. then I was like, I'm like, it's it's not like on camera, right? He's like, oh, no, it is. I'm like, mm, OK, yeah. well, I'm not leaving my bed because I am comfortable. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah. Um, Live came to the whole world. Well, hey, listen, so I I'm traveling to semifinals next week or like in like 10 days or whatever. I don't know when this is releasing. Yeah. Like it's like coming up. It's like around the corner and me and Matt and the baby are all packing up and heading to Tennessee for like oh, 10 right. days because we're doing back-to-back weekends. I'll be at the syndicate and at the Mac. And okay. um, I just wanted to have a chance to say on the podcast that like, I am deep in the throes of internet research when it comes to like traveling with a baby. So like oh. if people have suggestions, recommendations, like please send them my way because I am like totally panicking about being like first time mom traveling like, I did not know until two days ago what a stroller bag was, did not know that I needed one to gate check the stroller. Like, there's so many things you just don't know. And I'm like currently trying to figure out, like, how do I travel with frozen breast milk? It's just like a whole, this is deep web. Okay. This yeah, is some deep yeah. web mom shit. So I, I got I'm, two kids. You didn't bother to ask me. I could, I'm going to give you all the tips. Do you remember about traveling with an infant? Yeah, Benadryl. Drug those bitches. Um, That's totally. what you do. That's a great idea. <laughs> yes. <actually>. Bourbon. <laughs> um, You're gonna be in Tennessee. There's bourbon everywhere. Oh, totally. Just saying, like a little on the gums, they go right to sleep. It's perfect. This is totally. not sound advice. No one, no one do this. Not Grade A parenting, John. Um, but no, we will be flying. So um, I feel like this podcast is just like my best friends that always give me the best advice. So if you guys have any ideas recommendations tips or like please don't forget this or like this is how you travel with milk like all that stuff i'm totally open to it please send it my way and also here i'm gonna throw a question on the screen after do it do it all right no no, no. no go ahead I, I think this was meant for scaling bell but it came to us so we're gonna let zoe answer it because she's the one Ooh. with the busted hip all right zoe thoughts uh, on having to scale every workout in the gym sometimes it feels like you will never progress to the next level legit question that's a great that question a thank you sarah cooper that's a good thank question you. as someone who has dealt with an injury for so long and had to scale a bunch of workouts it is very hard at first because it's kind of like a hit to the pride you know like you just you want to do rx and you want to push yourself but you just know that you can um and in the end like it's just 
you kind of you come to a point of acceptance and you're there to move your body you're there to just get a workout in um so in the end like you're you're still moving you're still moving and grooving like doesn't matter that it's scaled doesn't matter you showed up look how nice sarah cooper looks here I I would also like to add that I think if you need to scale often and you're at the same time looking to progress to the next level, I think that setting reasonable goals Mm -hmm. is part of what can really help you try to, I don't know, mitigate those feelings that you were talking about. Like when you're too competitive or you feel, you know, like one where your your ego takes a hit, like what are your goals? If you're scaling your pull-ups to ring rows, like what if your next attainable goal was just like 20 unbroken ring rows instead of being like, ah, damn it. I'm always scaling down to whatever. And I feel like that is one way to make it feel like you are progressing to the next level, but the next level is in quotes and it's yours. It's custom. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my yeah, coaching I advice. Yeah. I would, I'm going to say two things. Number one, if you want tips on scaling, uh, join Ben and I on Scaling yes, Bale. for sure. Squad. We're <laughs> going to start live streaming that show too, starting cool. next week uh, on a regular basis and take questions about scaling. Uh, but the one thing I would say, because uh, Ben and I have talked about this for 30 episodes now already, um, I don't worry so much about scaling every workout. It's really like what progress is coming from that. And the way to track, you have to track every workout to figure it out. Hmm. So, so if you're going to scale, which, you know, like I scale virtually everything I do, but I also track everything I do. So I can look back and say, all right, well, where was I a month ago? Where was I a month before that? What are the benchmark workouts that I've scaled? And when I'm redoing them at the same scale, have I gotten better? It's more about intensity than the weight. Like I think often we look at these RX athletes and go, well, the RX is 135 or whatever. And if I'm not doing that, I'm a failure. And that isn't the case. It's like whatever you're capable of, are you improving three, four, six months from now? And the only way you'll know that is if you meticulously track. And it takes a little work. You know, I mean, it does. Like I keep a journal. You know, I'll tell you what works for me. It's the easiest thing ever. I have a whiteboard in my home gym. I write my workouts on it and I snap a photo and that's it. And I can, you know, I can go back because then I remember why I did that a few months ago and I swing back through my photos and, you know, you'll go through them and you'll have some regret as you're looking at old photos, but you'll, you'll find the lot eventually and you'll go, all right, well, did I get better? Did I not get better? And for for me, that's the key is like, you're only chasing yourself. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. So, yeah. Look how much fun these little questions are. I love, I love it. it. So good. Love it. Somebody else said you need snacks, Nikki, for your kid. For the kid snacks. when we travel. And snacks. also for Matt, so he doesn't Matt start needs snacks. on the plane. He just needs snacks in needs general. Snacks. Yeah. True. I will pack all the snacks for all the people. But come I'm find me in bourbon. Tennessee. I'll have bourbon. snacks. Yeah, I will have snacks. Yeah. I will have snacks. I'll, I'll have them with me for me and for the boys. All right. So, Zoe, are you going to join us for movie reviews? I mean, if I'm let's invited. Yeah. Invited? Let's go. Yeah. Do you know Danny? Have the... you ever met Danny? I've never met Danny. No. We're no. going to talk about feet. There's feet? a lot of, she's got, there's so many people that love her feet. We always talk about foot fetishes when Danny's on. I get so many comments about, like, I get so many DMs about my feet. I don't understand. Do I don't understand. Like, <laughs> do you? You don't even post, like, like Danny actually posts photos of her feet. So, I don't, how do you get them? Like, you don't even do that. 
I don't. People just it's, want, uh, they just want the feet. They will come into usually, the comments. Yeah, so it's usually weird. around summertime where, like, if I'm wearing sandals, uh, if, like, I, it's, if I'm walking in the sand, like, just little little glimpses of my feet, and then I get a couple comments coming I, in. I got to be yeah. honest. I'm starting to feel like I'm not normal because I don't have this kink. Is that bad? Like, I, um, I hear about so many people that have it. I'm like, maybe I'm the weird one. Or, or it just needs to be a little bit more socially acceptable to have it. I don't know. It's don't so know. weird to no. me. I don't, Look, I was going to say, I'm going to say this. It's kind of like the gym thing. I'm going to bring it way full circle to the beginning of the show. It's like, if you have a thing for feet and you want to just say the thing or shoot your shot respectfully, like, like that's cool. But like yeah. the being creepy about feet is where yes. I draw the line. If yes. you just want to be like, I like your foot, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. I like your face. Fine. Jim, that's, I'm yeah, a face Jim person. Jim bro to Jim bro, your feet look Jim great. Jim bro to Jim bro. Jim bro to Jim bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm a no. face person, you're a foot person. Like, that does not bother me. But when you're, like, creepy in the DMs and you're, like, with Danny, people are always like, oh, Venmo you $500 if you, like, mash shaving cream with your toes and send me a video like that's where i draw the line where i'm like that is that is right no but that's where i would be like okay like well there's that too (laughs) and every time i do get a comment like that matt's always like why are you not out here making us money let's go all right before we wrap up nikki tell Mm -hmm. zoe about your shoe sale oh no story this is my favorite that one time i got i got conned into sending foot photos online once Okay, so here's what happened. Oh, so okay, I'm I already know where this is going. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, this was years ago for the record, and I was younger and more naive. Hang on, I'm gonna get them. Don't move. This is what I was selling. Oh my god. No wait. I don't I do not understand. I swear I do not understand. This whole toast is so- dusty. They're oh, dusty. No, toast spaces, been I just closet. bought a pair off of Amazon and I'm gonna try to start wearing them. Oh I, right. I don't know. You're for Matt for Christmas. I'm gonna try. I'm yeah. gonna try. So they're dusty because they're still in my closet because I never end up. So I have these really beautiful Dior heels, right? They're really stunning. Those yeah, are stunning. Thank Those you. Stunning. I have yeah. not worn them in a long time. And so I was like, oh, I should sell them because someone else could enjoy them because I just like don't yeah. really wear them. They're really comfortable as designer heels oftentimes are. And I like put them on Poshmark and they weren't moving. And I think I put them also on Craigslist because then I could just make a local sale and I wouldn't have yeah. to like mail them. Yeah. And then someone responded and they were like, okay, I'm going to fuck this up. They were like, okay, what size are they? I want to buy them for my wife. But she was pretending it was this person was a a lady buying them for her okay. wife. And I was like, okay. oh, like I'm in I'm in size eight and they fit me perfectly. And she was like, can you send me a picture of a, of a foot in them? Because my wife has really narrow feet and I'm afraid that they're going to like, her toes are going to like fall off the side of the front or not or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So I did. So I then sent them a photo of my foot in the shoe. And then it was like radio silence. And I was like, Hey, like, do you still want the shoes? And then this person was like, I have to come clean. I'm just a guy who really wants, I really like pictures of feet. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, I've not sent you, like, are you going to buy the 
shoes though clearly not they're still in my closet but this person was like look i and i swear to god he was like yeah look i gotta come clean like i just really wanted pictures of your feet i'm not interested in the shoes nor am i a lady nor am i married to another lady i was like oh my god and then i had to tell my husband that i had just sent my foot photos to a stranger online via email that found me on Craigslist. <laughs> I was like, why did you not consult me before this happened? Cause I would have totally flagged that this was not, not kosher. What's happening. To be honest. I probably would have done the same thing, especially if the request was coming from someone that like was saying that they were a woman. I would have, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, I'll help a girl out. Like, I'll show totally. you if my foot's wide or not. Like, yeah, like anything Absolutely. to help that sale. Absolutely. I would have done the same thing. And then Matt, like, like did, like, deep research <laughs> on, like, foot photo things. And he was like, did you know that it's, like, like a very specific part of the fetish? If, like, toes, like, hang off the side of the shoe, people are like, yeah, that's, like, a good toe hanging off the side. And I was like, oh, my God, that's probably what he wanted to see. Ah! <laughs> Oh my God. I can't. And not to kink shame. Like if you're into feet, that's no, totally fine. No. But I was deceived. I, that was were not deceived. fair. I would have probably fallen for that too. Like I, I would have, yeah, I would have to. Yeah. I don't know why these stories are so funny to me, but they just crack me up. Like I still the, have, level. And if anyone is interested in these beautiful heels, you will not be oh. modeling them on your foot, but not be modeling them. them on my foot. Right. Right. <laughs> Or will she for the right amount of money? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, at this point, actually, I don't care who has pictures of my like, feet. Yeah, if you want to a little extra, I'll throw yeah. in a picture too. Not that much extra, actually. At this point, that's fine. I'll make money off my feet all day. I, like, that doesn't be, bother you me. You'd be flying first class down to Tennessee. You and Hunter and Matt, it'd be great. Let's then go. you don't need the mask. You guys just be rolling large. Let's go. Yeah. I will drink mimosas that whole flight. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Well, Zoe, this is fun. Thanks for helping us break in the uh, the live stream. Yeah, Welcome. thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we'll send you an invite. The uh, Danny episode's Thursday. It's coming up. Yeah. What What time on Thursday? I want to say eight p.m. Yeah. So she, same time. Same time. Yeah, yeah, she's in California too. She's in uh, San Diego. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we we'll usually do, uh, do after post baby bedtime. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So pick a movie. We'll let you pick one to review. Danny's going to pick one. Danny apparently has uh, some movie pass that she sees everything ever filmed. Oh, I know. She, yeah, yeah. 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 So we're gonna, she, She's going to pick some, but we're absolutely talking about some Harry Potter. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Very excited. So. Perfect. Cool. I'm excited. I'd love to join. <laughs> All right. Perfect. We'll send you an invite. Well, Nikki, this has been fun. Our first time. I loved it. Let's do it yeah. all the time. And there's like less for you to edit. It's absolutely less to edit. And we get the questions on the end. This is my new favorite one. If you drink some Third Z after listening to this story, you're in for some weird dreams. That's absolutely true. There's also this, a co- <laughs> this episode brought to you by Third Z. Yeah. What it's is sponsored third? by Third Z, but we have What's a code for them in my bio if you want to jump third in. What's Third Z? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you haven't had Third Z? I'll get you some. What is it? It's a sleep supplement. It's so good. Oh, okay. So good. Okay. Okay. I, I ran into the uh, Justine, who's the owner, was on Scale and Bell. She's a friend of Ben's. And uh, so she sponsored some episodes of this. And she sponsors, we're currently doing a sponsorship for Scale and Bell. And, but she sends me product. And like, look, I don't take any sponsorships for what I don't use. This stuff will knock you the F out. It is so good. But you don't wake up like all drowsy and, and hungover. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
It's so good. So I'll get you a bag. You'll love it. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, it's been fun, ladies. I appreciate it. For everyone listening, thanks for joining our live stream. We're watching. And uh, for those of you listening, we appreciate you guys joining as well. And uh, we'll be back in just a couple of days with Danny Spiegel's movie reviews. I'm just, I'm, I'm beside myself. I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. All right. We'll see you guys soon.